by the powers of the spirits of the East, who bring light, humor, and clarity, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the South, who bring protection, passion, and courage, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the West, who bring harmony, strength, and healing, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the North, who bring abundance, growth, and peace, we call to the witches. Desert Jen and Obsidian Musette Sage, here to share our knowledge with you on all things witchcraft. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Crones of the Wild Wastelands. Greetings! This is Desert Jen. And Lady Sonica. Sonica, why don't you um, do our card reading for the episode? Okay, today we're going to use a different deck that I haven't used very often. It's called my crystal deck. So let's see what the crystals and stones have in store for us today. We picked the Golden Healer. Recognizing your potential to be an amazing healer. Your abilities needed honing and these and those who feel soul scourged to develop empathy. Much in your life needs transforming. Surrender willingly to the process. Surrender willingly to the process. Someone clinging to the past is holding you back. Encourage them to let go. You may be asked to transform your environment or take it take on a challenging task do so with grace and ease and we are dealing with transformation healing of energy well it looks like it is just um quartz with some orange running through it so apparently that's a healing stone so we are to look within ourselves find that is find that which is holding us back move forward with grace and feel confident in our abilities that's today's reading oh sounds good to me so i would like to welcome everybody to season three of the crowns of the wild wasteland this season we will be delving deeper into the subject of witchcraft we will be discussing subjects like what to put in your boss or uh, grimoire is that how you pronounce it working with the fae working with tarot working with the deities, and that's just July. We are refreshed and ready to take this head on. I am really hoping that our equipment and communication problems are over. As I have mentioned, we are volunteers and as of now, not monetized. All our software is public domain, which means it's free, so glitches will happen. Thank you to all you witchlings that have stuck it out with us. Now, subject of the day, trusting your spirit guides. Anything you want to say before we get started? Um, let's get started and I'll, I will intercede at the end because there's quite a bit to be said on this subject. Yeah, there is. I mean, it wasn't an easy subject to research. Okay. Our first one is, what is a spirit guide? Spirit guides are a non-physical supernatural being watching over you. They can be animals, angels, 
masters, or ancestors. You most likely have a team of guides helping you through your life. They will come and go depending on what it is they feel you need guidance with. But rest assured, you do have one. Um, I You have multiples. Yeah, we do have multiples. So I find, personally, I find, and I've mentioned this before, meditation very hard. So connecting with my guide is difficult. I was introduced during a meditation at Obsidia's house. I now communicate with her mostly through the pendulum and tarot cards. Some of my first memories are what I thought were angels waking me up each morning. They would kind of whisper my name. The voices calling my name were so soothing and so perfect. I now believe it was my spirit guide. Throughout my life, I know something not of this world has guided and even stopped those with evil intentions from harming me. I am a firm believer. I really need to communicate with her more often. But I did, after writing this, I went and communicated with her. So, Speaking on this subject of um, spirit guides, spirit guides can present themselves in, in multiple different ways. One is through meditation, as you said. The other is in real life, um, certain things will appear to you more often than others. For instance, uh, say dragonflies. If dragonflies seem to hover around you, there's a reason. Butterflies, birds, bats, owls, dogs, cats. Spirit guides can come in many different ways. You need to allow yourself and have an open enough mind to... If things are hovering around you or appearing more often than not, you need to ask yourself why. And research and find out what this particular animal or thing is um, trying to communicate to you. Also, a thing about a spirit guide, and I learned this very, very early on. Other things will try to come at you in the guise of a spirit guide. Rely on what is in your core. Rely on, I hate to say this, but um, your gut feeling about what is being presented to you. To know that you either got a real honest God spirit guide or you have something else messing with you. There are other elements out there. You need to rely upon yourself to know the truth. It will not lie to you. It honestly won't. You can call in a spirit guide. You can meditate on a spirit guide. You can um, use divination to call in a spirit guide. There are many different ways to connect. And then once you connect, stay in touch, communicate, listen to what they're trying to tell you. That's my two cents worth. Well, you know, I think I'd get a little freaked out if bats were mine. <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, I yeah, don't particularly I like, like bats or bugs. You know, I'm not a big bug fan. Um, arachnia makes herself known very much to me, and we have had a communications. Um, I'm not going to go further than that. <laughs> I am on a podcast. Yeah, just be careful. Yeah, I'm kidding. Okay, the next one people really ask a lot is, what signs do I look for, and how do I find my guide? There oh, are all okay. kinds of signs, all kinds of them. Uh, one sign yes. supposedly is white feathers. 
Well, I have two white ducks and white feathers is pretty common around the property. So I really can't use that. Uh, another is ringing in the ears. Well, I have tinnitus. So, you know, unless they're in my ears 24-7, I really think that one's a little useless for me to look for. What do you look for? Okay. Um, I'm going to use a, a, a scenario here. One of the things that appears to me more often than not are hawks. Or what? Hawk, red tail hawks. Oh, okay. Birds. And I will see them in the most unusual places. I've had them go as far as landing in my yard and looking at me. I had to take a step back and go, why? Well, I found out why. It's one of my spirit guides. I also have oh. dragonflies that appear to me more than, and I'm not just appear or fly. They will land on me. Again, I asked why. And I had to realize, again, these are uh, spirit guides. Now, my very first spirit guide appeared to me when I was a child. And it was a dolphin. But it came to me in a dream. And whenever I was in trouble or I was in a situation that wasn't very good for me, my dolphin would appear in my third eye. Oh, wow. And direct me where I needed to be. Um, another one of my spirit guides is a wolf. And another one is an owl. Spirit guides will make themselves known. They yeah. will most definitely make themselves known. And each and every one has a job. And yeah. a very specific job. Be aware. Look around. Yes, be aware. Seeing a certain sequence of numbers see frequently is thought to be a sign that your guide wants to talk. Find a reliable source of numerology and see what the sequences may mean. Physical sensations. Ever feel like someone is giving you a hug or you feel someone touching your arm? Could be your guide trying to get your attention. Not in my house. More times than not, it's spirit. Uh, objects moving or falling. I believe this one is an urgent attempt at communication. The others can be explained away through other physical means. This one, not so much. We have this happen from time to time. No cats are in the vicinity and something just falls to the floor. No reason behind it. No reason behind it. Sparks of light in your eyes. I experience this a lot and have all my life. I wonder if I should pay more attention to it. Lady Sonica calls me up from time to time to tell me to please answer the metaphysical phone as someone is knocking on her shoulder, as someone who needs to talk with me from the other realm. I need to look around and see what signs they are sending me before they start hounding Lady Sonica. Um, I'm really bad at seeing the signs, so, you know, something I've really got to work on. Seeing the beauty around you. Do you ever so often discover everything around you is much more beautiful, more than you have noticed before? Trees have more grace, birds glisten in the sun, grass is greener, the flowers are exploding with color. Your guide is telling you to stay mindful and appreciate what is around you. Anything else you want to add, Sonica? No, that pretty well hits it right there. Um, be open. You know, guides don't always stay with you. That, and that's something that people need to really understand because sometimes they're there because they're the closest thing 
and you need a message immediately or you need help immediately. Not all things that appear to you or come to you are going to stay with you. They will move on when their job is done. The permanent ones, you'll know. I mean, my daughter has one of the permanent ones that just absolutely drives me up a wall. <laughs> and it comes to me more times than it comes to her. She has an emu. Why? I don't know. Um, and her other one is deers. And I'm not talking one deer or two deers. I'm talking a group of deer. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they come to me first to slap her upside the head and say, pay attention. Are they mine? No. But they know I see better than she does. So be aware, be open, be connected. And I can't stress that strong enough. You need to be connected to your space and the space around you. That and if that means, take, you know, if that means take, take a deep breath, uh, uh, separate yourself from a situation, go out, sit in the yard, take a walk, do whatever, but breathe and then open yourself up to what's around you. Feel what's around you. Doesn't mean everything is going to come for you. But if there is one special thing that needs to be known, it will make itself known. Again, just be connected. Sometimes that's a little hard, but yeah, it's something we all need learn to need to learn to do. How do you discover your guide? Meditation seems There's... to be the most common. Found mm -hmm. mine during a rare meditative state. She wouldn't give me her name, but she said she is not a goddess and is not an angel. Just one that has been, just one that's been there watching and, and assisting all of my life. One way to discover your guide is to quiet your mind. Once it is quiet and the distractions are in the background, take a couple of deep breaths, slow and full. Then exhale again, slowly. Ask your guide to make themselves known. Feel how your body is reacting. What colors or patterns are you seeing in your mind's eye? Ask your guide to step back away from your space. Note the difference in how you feel. Don't be afraid to ask your guide to do this several times. They understand. Some of the differences will be subtle and you will need to learn them over time. Once you have connected, ask if you may get to know your guide better. If you feel the affirmative, then ask their name, what they are. Basically, just to get to know you version. Don't try to overwhelm the guide with a bunch of nonsense questions at this point. Once you have gotten to know each other, thank the guide. When you are back, when you are back in this world, write down your experience in your book of shadows. Write down the physical sensations, mind's eye view, and what you learned. Right. You, also huh? write down what they also write down what they show you. Actually, yeah, I forgot all about putting that in there. That's good. I know there are a lot of different ways to initially contact your guide. Lady Sonica, what ways do you know? Well, meditation is first the prior, the prior one. Second is just to be aware of your surroundings. Look and see what is presenting itself to you, be it a physical being or a energy being. Feel. And I can't express this strong enough what you are feeling. 
if you're not getting a good good you know good vibe off this block them out don't don't go any further you have to feel and the feelings that you get are extremely important um there was a section i was going to put in here but i couldn't um I, i i didn't know how to write it so um maybe you can explain to us how do we tell the difference in the guide that has come to you is it a good guide or is it an imposter who's up to nefarious um jokes and everything again this deals with what energies what feelings that you're getting if you get a uh oh watch out that's you know red flag if you are getting a feeling of rightness of connecting of being whole then yes by all means connect you have something within yourself apart from your guides that is going to be in your core and what you feel from that is going to tell you very much how you should proceed it will not lie to you if it tells you no listen to it if it tells you yes embrace it listen to it your inner energies will never lie to you they will not lead you astray and don't put your wants and needs out there this is not what it's about it's about connecting and listening to what they need to tell you because a spirit guide comes to you to teach you to uh protect you and to lead you you need to listen to what it's trying to tell you and then it's up to you to correct what needs to be corrected or follow what needs to be followed i think the next section is how can i how can i begin to trust and use the guidance i think a lot of us have you know how do we trust that this person's going to give me? i mean we've got trust issues just basically um i believe okay. the best way is to begin trusting the guidance is to be in regular contact with your guide we will begin no, to know I'm the guide to- and Go ahead. Jen, I'm 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 going to interrupt you on that one. Yeah, that's fine. When it comes to trust, the first thing you have to do is trust your own abilities. You mm-hmm. must trust in yourself. When a spirit guide comes to you in whatever form, you will feel within yourself the rightness or the wrongness of it. You need to trust in yourself before you say I'm going to trust my spirit guide. because they're not coming to you for shits and giggles okay no. they're not they have other things they could be doing but they will come to you when it's needed feel the rightness of what they're showing you feel the rightness within yourself so when you come to talking about trusting your guide first you got to trust yourself Okay, well, we pretty much come to the end of things. Do you have anything else to to add? Spirit guides are very beautiful things. And sometimes they are quite witty. You know, they they like a good laugh once in a while also. And not always does a spirit guide will come to you in a time of need or a time of trouble. Sometimes they just come to have a laugh with you. You know, they could show you something that is comical. they are also putting out the effort to connect on a spiritual level okay see see it feel it know the rightness of it 
And once you make that connection, hopefully you will follow what it says, because to follow what it says is to also help yourself grow and expand and become more than what you are. And over time, you will find it much, much easier to interact with one or all of your spirit guides. Sometimes at the same time, you know, they, they, they like to have fun too. And they like it when things go good. They like it when you are growing, you are learning, you're expanding. Because quite frankly, it makes their job less. They don't need to be around as much. That makes sense. Spirit guides, spirit guides are teachers. And they will teach you to the point where they can't teach you anymore. And then you must continue to learn more. Now, um, case in point. One of my spirit guides happened to be a dragon. And for a few years, the dragon was there a lot because I needed that strength. I needed to be strong within myself. But it hasn't shown up very much in the last few years because I have found strength. Sometimes I take it to a whole new level, which <laughs> is my bad, not my spirit guide's bad. But I, I have found the strength. Now, there is another little creature that when I was going through my cancer treatments, I don't know where, from what realm it came from, definitely not from our realm, but it was a cat-like creature that was about the size of, um, oh, I'd say, uh, what is that dog? Uh, a Labrador? Holy shit. But or, it, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it was big. But it was a very thin, sleek, almost Egyptian-looking type cat. But the one thing that it had that absolutely blew me away was this tuft of hair at the very end of its ears. And it wasn't little bit of hair. It was quite long, almost braidable. This cat would come to me when I was not going through really good chemotherapy. Um, I've seen it a few times since then, but it's not up front as what it used to be. And I think it was there during my chemo when I was, I had absolutely no oomph at all, no energy, no anything. And it was there to let me know that it was watching over me and there if I needed it. I hear it from time to time, but I don't see it as often as I used to. Was it a spirit animal? Most definitely. Most definitely. And the funny thing about it was at the very beginning, it kind of hid outside of my sacred space. It would go all around, but not come into my sacred space. And I finally had to look at it one day and say, okay, you can come into my sacred space. And once I did, oh, it, it, it definitely came in uh, to the point where it jumped on my bed or you know how cats need the bed? Yes. Okay, this cat, like at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning, that you couldn't see, but you could feel in my bed. <laughs> Let me know that it was there. Um, spirit animal, animals, spirit things will come to you. They are spirit. And from what, what realm, and I can't tell you, but I know it was there. And I know it was big enough to be... A really nasty little creature if it wanted to be. I mean, it had it had a nice little mouthful of teeth. Did it ever use it on me? No. Did it ever show aggression towards me? No. 
but it was there and it stayed with me. But now that the cancer isn't, you know, I'm, I don't have the cancer, um, it's not there as much. So, you know, don't disregard, don't think things that you can't see are not good because that's not always the case. Again, feel with your inner energies. It will never, ever lie to you. And it will tell you if it's okay or not. And that's about that all I have early, to say. Yeah. Unless you get Jen's ones popping up at the foot of your bed at night, you know, and you <laughs> kind of look up going, really? Why? <laughs> I, I get other people's spirit guides every once in a while, yes. And they let me know that I need to get in touch with people to say, hey, what's going on? So, yeah, watch the spirit guides and have fun with them. Get to know them. I hope this has helped some of you out there. Do you have any ideas for us that work for you that you want to share? Leave us a comment. Thank you for joining Lady Sonic and myself for today's episode. Do you have anything to add before we close out? Um, no. Go out. Embrace your day. Enjoy your day. Connect with the earth. All right. Come back next Friday when we will discuss Book of Shadows slash Grimoire. I hope I said that right. We'll also, we'll be announcing a giveaway contest next episode. So be sure to listen. This should be fun. Um, until next Friday, stay cool, stay safe, and stay weird. Join Desert Jen and Obsidia Musette Sage next time on Crones of the Wild Wasteland as we chronicle the ways of the witches. Care for yourselves and one another. Keep the strengths of the witches close to your heart and spirit. By the powers of the north, west, south, and east, we bid you hail and farewell.